Yeah, welcome to the first edition of Driveway Matinee with Tim and JP. Morning, JP. What to do, Tim? What to do? Oh, uh, you know, same old, same old. Just another week on the trail. Uh, where do we begin? <laughs> well, how about we tell our listeners what our what our content's going to be on this since this is our first episode? Let's see. I think our content for this episode, part of it could be, do you know where your kid's at? <laughs> Seems to be a lot of mystery these days <laughs> around here, of especially one kid. <laughs> but, I mean, we're just going to be talking about kind of everyday stuff, right? Yeah, life from our point of view. Yeah. And actually what we actually see. Yeah. I mean, daily travels, whether it be in the neighborhood or on the job and out and about. Out and about. You know. Or whoever may run across our path. That's that's it. So that's what we're going to be doing. So we're just uh, we're just neighbors that hang out and chit chat, and we figured, you know what? Let's let everybody in the world hear it. What we're chit chatting about. Yeah. So. So if you got feelings, or you're sensitive, or you're just not politically correct, sorry. <laughs> I mean. There's a lot of sensitive people out there in the world today, right? Oh, yeah. I, I think social media has a lot to do with that. Definitely. Because back in the day, I mean, I'm sure there were still sensitive people when we were kids, but, you know, there was there was stuff on TV. There was stuff out and about in the neighborhood where kids playing. There was stuff in the world that was very insensitive, but people talked about it, joked about it, laughed about it. Even made sitcoms about it. Cried about it, I'm sure. Yeah. And now, you even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The keyboard warriors will yeah. cancel you. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got music groups changing the names. You got people canceling events, re- renaming schools, streets, uh, everything. Books. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, but... We might touch on some of that. Oh, definitely. As as the episodes progress. So, like he said, you know, we're sorry if we offend anybody, but we're not trying to. We're just two guys that are just sitting here talking about life. Exactly. And life happens that way. So, Speaking of two guys, we actually have both our dogs out. Yeah. And we're actually in the driveway. Hence the name Driveway <laughs> Matinee, you know. So. Security's on point. Yep. So you you want to, you know, we got sponsors already. That's right, huh? So you want to touch on some sponsorships? You know, I'll let you go first this time. Okay, well, we got the Texas Cigar Rollers. So if you're planning a an event like a birthday party or wedding, uh, golf tournaments or corporate events, you know, have the Texas Cigar Rollers come out and light your event up. So you they're kind of like a entertainment, would you say? It's cigartainment. Cigartainment. That's what we are. So you can check them out on Instagram. That's at Texas Cigar Rollers. And uh, just hit them up and uh, let's schedule up those those parties. Sounds Who else we good, got? We also have a, another sponsor brought to us, and that would be 5J's, the Juneteenth Collection. Uh, we actually be debuting this uh, Father's Day. Nice. So Looking for something a little different that, you know, the whole family can wear, be proud of, uh, heritage and just come on out and 
you know, grab something for the kiddos. We even have something for the dogs. So it's an apparel apparel company. Yes. Okay, nice. Yep. So we appreciate those sponsors. And, again, if you're listening to this, since this is our first episode um, and you like what you hear, please uh, hit the subscribe button and like us in the comments. That's it. So, And we'll get better at it as, as time progresses. We'll get better. Oh, yeah. More fluid. We'll add so. more more things going on there. I got some suggestions that people have brought to my attention. And I don't know. Throat Punch Thursday is sounding like it's going to be pretty catchy. <laughs> Throat Punch Thursday. Throat Punch Thursday. And Watch I out. think you can kind of tell where that's going. Yeah. <laughs> and we might have some WTF segments, too. <laughs> I might follow Throat Punch Thursday. <laughs> so, but now you were talking about where's your kid? Yes. So what, what what brought that about? Well, you know, in our driveway matinee. Oh, we see it all. And all we do. We might call ourselves kind of somewhat the, the ambassadors of the trail of the neighborhood here, I guess you'd kind of call us. Yeah. And, so, and, and when you say trail, let's. Let's let the people know that this it's not a dirt trail. Not a dirt trail. No, we're on a nice street. Nice street. And we call it the trail. Um, it's a cul-de-sac. So it's a cul-de-sac. We're, we're pretty tight. We're pretty much, every holiday is celebrated here. Oh, yeah. And we do it to the fullest. We know our neighbors very well. We, we kind of call us like, we kind of 10 exit. Not to steal anybody's uh, thunder. Yeah, well, let's not give him too much advertising until he's a paid sponsor yeah <laughs> this is true let's just so, say we so that like, was a free we, promo <laughs> we take up every uh every uh event we do out here to the next level yeah yeah i agree and we got one coming up memorial day memorial day so keep your kids close but you keep don't want to miss close. it you don't want to miss it but speaking of kids so i just happened to be out last night enjoying the nighttime with the dogs chilling in the driveway and uh old lovely neighbor of ours comes out yelling for her kid. Mm, not the first time. Not the first time. Won't be the last time. Happened last weekend, too. And as you know, oh, he answered right away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know last weekend she she had a time. She had, like, he refused to come home. And this is when the driveway matinee, sometimes we like to intervene. Yeah, we had to intervene on that one. Show a little, little guidance to our youth out there. Yep. So I had to go down, sit with them, talk to them, walk them home. Did you give them any kind of fatherly advice? Well, I told them, you know, sometimes, you know, don't make it worse on yourself. He goes, well, I'm already in trouble, so it doesn't matter. I was like, well, let's go ahead and go home so it don't get worse. And go ahead and start your punishment. And take it. Stand up and take it. You were you were brave enough to get yourself in that predicament. Be brave enough to take the consequences. That's right. So, For every action, there's a reaction. And that's right. So he we walked him home, and uh, he survived it because you know a couple of days later it was He's back Easter, out again. <laughs> Easter, and so and now yesterday apparently. He's doing it again. Teen, pre-teens, pre-teens. You got to love it. 
Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Been there, done that. But you know, we're just as a driveway matinee ambassadors of the other the street here. We just, you know, we didn't grow up with social media. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras. So we were actually raised by our parents. Yeah. And not raised by the phone. Right. We know how to interact with people. I think, you know, kids that are, they stay inside. But I got to give it to the ones out here. They they get out. There's a handful of them that get out every day, and they're, they're actually playing basketball, yeah. riding their bikes, skateboarding, stuff like that. But I think for the most part, a lot of kids are just uh, hemmed up in the house playing video games, and that's yeah. how they socialize is through online gaming. Online gaming, TikToks. I mean, we had we had the streets. At the streets. We run around playing. I mean, we used to go miles from the house. And then... Uh, Can't do that no more. It wasn't when our phone died we came home. It was no. when the lights came on yeah. we came home. It's time. You better be home before it got dark. That was dinner time. <laughs> and mom only had to call your name once. That's it. One time. If you were late, and at our, no, at our house, if you were late for dinner, you didn't get to eat. You went to bed hungry. That was pretty tough. I mean, you didn't miss, but maybe once, maybe maybe twice. <laughs> you pushed the limit. Although there's some things though she did put on the plate, you wish you would have missed. Yeah, I wasn't a big pan, fan of peas back in the day. I wasn't a big fan of spinach. Yeah. I don't care what Popeye said. Yeah, <laughs> didn't make nobody stronger. Nah, <laughs> I think your stomach had to be strong to get it down you. Yeah, I agree. I think pretty much anything green when we were little just didn't, wasn't very appealing. Yeah. Because Brussels sprouts, man, no. they ooh, those things were horrid. But I think I, I think that might have been one of the vegetables I sat at the table. The longest? I spent the, the night at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I had some pretty long dinners, too. <laughs> I mean, because we used to have to do the chores, you know, clean the dishes and mop the floors. There was, you know, I had... Five of us, you know, siblings, and I'd be at the table. They'd lift your plate so they can wipe the table down. It's still there. It's <laughs> <You're> still there. <laughs> Chewing on that steak and kicking them peas around the plate. <laughs> and lo and behold, sometimes they got aggravated enough with me, I'd see it again for breakfast. <laughs> I got a little nightly reprieve, but... Still had to finish it the next day. I think I was there for so long, it was breakfast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never left the table. <laughs> See, I don't think kids understand that these days. No? Because if they tell their mom no once. That's pretty much it. That's it. And who doesn't, you know, as, as a kid, who doesn't like chicken nuggets and french fries? Because I don't think they eat much vegetables these days. No. I think they got that thing, uh. What do they call it now? Impossible something. Oh, impossible! It, I think it's impossible food. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a lot of fast food growing up either. It wasn't as abundant. Convenience food sure wasn't abundant. You know, we had home cooked meals at the table, sit, be seen and not heard from until you were <laughs> asked a question. <laughs> But we did eat as a family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every evening. Every evening. So, 
Well, I hope she found him last night. I'm assuming so. I mean, I didn't see a search party or anything out for him. No, I'm a. I'm a say it's safe to say, at some point in the night he did return home. Yeah. And I think that's when, Dad got home. Mm. He probably knew what time Dad was going to get home and didn't want to push those buttons. So, but well, well, we got we got spring coming upon us. You know, weather's finally turning nice. Grass is greening up. My grass is green. Yeah, mine's turning green. I in my front got a little brown patches still in it, but it's coming around. I see your neighbor. Well, your ghost neighbor. My ghost neighbor. Um, they, they, they got a they got like a farm going on over there or something. For those of you out there in the podcast world, we we're pretty tight night little street here. There's twelve of us on this here cul-de-sac and we're adding an addition to our cul-de-sac yeah we had one sell the house and got new neighbors moving in next month i guess next month sometime we're we're kind of i don't know if i would say excited to find out who they are but maybe anticipate the anticipation is, is is you know sometimes gut-wrenching to think what you might end up with. Yeah. But you've met they, them. I've met them. It's a brother and sister. They still got to do an application though. Yeah. They, you know, for the, for the, uh, trail foundation, <laughs> you know, and, and they got to donate some proceeds. Got to do some proceeds, you know, cause you can't come to the first, uh, how shall we say? Cul-de-sac gathering empty handed. No. No, you either have to bring a covered dish or monetary gift or something. I mean, something. It, stuff just doesn't grow on trees to it be does able to not. Put, put these shindigs on. Because we have a pretty nice party when we throw it. Like pretty 30, much, 30, at least 30 people show up. Pretty much everybody that lives on the cul-de-sac shows up. And then some. And, you know, any friend of theirs is pretty much a friend of ours. And then the streets kind of behind us, they I think they're jealous. Yeah. I think they're jealous when we talk about how tight-knit we are. I mean, we actually went on vacation together. That is true. Uh, there's, uh, like, what, four or five households that uh, we yeah. we ventured upon the great strip of Vegas. 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 Went down to Vegas where few of our other halves have never been. Right. Partook in a few shows. Won a little money. Lost a little money. I lost more than I won, but it was all good. I wasn't there for the trying to make it rich. I was just there for the the relaxation of getting getting away. Getting away. Yeah. Which was actually pretty good. I mean, it actually worked out really good for eight people to go. For three days, two nights. Yeah, worked out nice. We, we planned it actually really good. We So much so that I believe we're trying to do something else. Yeah. I heard maybe Key West is in the running. Key West. Um, I've heard the word uh, Lake Tahoe tossed around. Lake Tahoe, yeah. Um, so, you know, also heard maybe Oregon or up around Seattle. So... 
what is a dream vacation for you? Like, where have you not ever been that you, you kind of always wanted to go? What would be your dream destination? For me, personally, my dream vacation, I wouldn't even say it's a vacation. It's just a place I've, I have always wanted to see being a, a son of a military veteran. I've always wanted to go to the city of Venice. See the city on water. Nice. And people have told me it's oh, it's not everything it's cracked up to be. And it's like it doesn't matter. Well, we had a preview of that in Vegas. That we did. <laughs> I we don't did. know how much of a preview that was, but now from what I've been told, the <laughs> Vegas edition is a, <laughs> a little cleaner. <laughs> well, yeah, cleaner. <laughs> Venice. That's that. That would be a nice spot to go to. I mean, just you know. I can't say I'm like a history buff, but I do love history. Yeah. But, I mean, we're talking about a city that I don't want to know how many years right now has been on water. Yeah. And and it floods every and it so floods. often. Like I mean, every spring, doesn't it? I, mean, I don't know, too, but I think some of these other states and cities might want to ask them how they're doing it. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we got a good rain around here, and then, Everything goes underwater. Yeah, everything. So, well, I've always wanted to do the Alaskan cruise. That would have to be number two for me. Yeah, the Alaskan cruise. I'd like to cruise up the coast of Alaska and check out the, uh, you know, the icebergs and see. Just that to me is just kind of like I don't know. Maybe that would be like a relaxing. Like we're talking, no Wi-Fi, nothing, nothing. just nature, right? I mean, when you talk about vacation, it's not going somewhere and sitting in a lawn chair and watching your TikTok or your your Instagram or anything like that. You got to put all that away. You got to connect with the surroundings, the earth around you, and really get back to the basics. Yes. And just let it all go. Because if you don't, well, you might as well just stay home. Sit by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> look at TikTok. <laughs> yeah, look at TikTok. But and sometimes a vacation doesn't seem much of a vacation, and you get home and you're just worn out. So it's like I need another vacation to recoup from my vacation. So, but I yeah. I think the cruise would be just really relaxing and. Yeah, I think. Actually, I think you know if. If our group went on a, that kind of cruise, we would be, I think our mindset, we'd come back almost like a recharged, you'd just kind of sit back and go, hmm. well, I mean, I hate to use the pun, but I mean, you really just want to sit back and smell the roses. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to get away and forget about, you know, all your duties at home and work and you know, it's, it's all your responsibilities are kind of just laid aside. You're just out there to have fun and relax. I mean, that's what that's what we did in Vegas. It is. We all came back and we were ready <clears throat> to go again. So, but Vegas, by us, all of us been or do that. Me and you, <laughs> for sure, have to spearhead it because if. If things get planned here on our cul-de-sac, mm. or let's just say things don't get planned, 
mention, people like to mention things, suggest outings and get like, togethers. Like they want to do a crawfish boil. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what started it all, <laughs> right? And then a month goes by and it's like, how are we doing on the crawfish boil? Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, was like, what crawfish boil? We thought you were planning that. <laughs> That's a, another a, one of our neighbors. And then, a, yeah, that would love to be on the quarter sack. Yeah, but they're on the outskirts. They're, they're, they were kind of like a, how should I say it, just, you know, a gratuitous invitee to the to the group. Yeah, when you, you know when you're. They participate in, they do bring, you know, a covered dish to the. To the cookouts when they come, because they know not to come empty-handed. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's bad manners to show up with nothing. Although I think we we probably have a couple of those, we just don't recognize it, we don't see it, because we're busy. We are busy. We we work at these things. That like, is true. We've stayed up all night cooking briskets, <laughs> putting up the tents, putting up the tables. That's a lot of working. It is. You know and. And everybody that comes, every time they go, man, this is so much fun. Uh-huh. When are y'all doing this again? Yeah. Y'all meaning the two of us <laughs> meaning, and, and meaning. maybe one or two other people. <laughs> when, are, when are Tim and JP going to plan the next event? Yeah. Because that's how it kind of goes here. And on we the... look at them and go, when are you going to suggest the next event? <laughs> and I think now it's expected that Memorial Day and Labor Day. And Fourth of July. Is just going to happen. I think it's expected. I bet if we just laid back and said, you know, let's see what happens. People would come out of the house on those days going, are we having anything? <laughs> like, I don't know, are we? <laughs> <laughs> would be funny if they stepped out of the house with a dish in their hand. They're like, oh, oh bring it on. Nobody said. We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe we'll do the podcast at this year's event. Maybe. Maybe we have to. Pull up a, you know, make a quick 10-minute little segment of Yeah, the, the Tim and JP's memorial uh, festivities. Yeah, because, you know, supposedly uh, now that we have a new neighbor moving in, last year or maybe two years ago, I don't know, every year I like to build stuff up on a 4th of July. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> I like to... Uh, <laughs> You know, set little tone for the neighborhood. But yeah. hey, we're not that guy that will shoot a firework off at eight o'clock at night, all the way to three o'clock in the morning. No, we're strictly, I'd say probably midnight, and we're done. Yeah, five minutes, five yeah. ten minutes of fun. Although my neighbor would say, when your neighbor spends ten thousand dollars on fireworks, I don't know what neighbor she got, but. Hey, if you got $10,000 and you want some fireworks, let me go buy them for you. <laughs> exactly. You got to come to the coach sack to see them. <laughs> I get you a good deal. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I mean, but, you know, speaking of Memorial Day, I think people, they lose sight of what that day is really about, right? Oh, most definitely. Most people just think it's, uh, you know, all about getting together and eating food and another day off of work, but. We've got to remember that, you know, being veterans ourselves, we appreciate all of our veterans out there and our active duty 
Um, yes, sir. People that are out there serving our country. And that's just another day to think about them and the ones that came before us. Think the, about why you're enjoying that day. Yeah. You can enjoy the day because of them. Because of the sacrifices that people have laid and laid down and uh, for our freedom. Yes, sir. So we also, you know, want to say thank you to all those folks out there. So, but it's always a good time to get together and, Especially on our street, you know, like I said, we know each other very well to where, you know, when your kid does go missing, we can go down there and talk to him and it's not really interfering. It's it's helping out. And we have a it's it's we great don't, little mixture group here. Yeah. We have a we have anywhere from newborns to college graduates. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, the older they are, the less we see of them, I think, though. Uh, you know. I, I well, know. the older you are, the less responsibility you have to do <laughs> that's not in the, the household. It, that's not the way it was when I grew up. But the older we got, we had more responsibilities because we had to then cut grass. We were old enough and responsible enough to, to operate a lawnmower. Take out the trash. Take out the trash. The you know, you don't have to cars. wash your own car nowadays. No, I... I, I, I got to wash my own still. Yeah, I have to wash mine. <laughs> I don't think my the kids wives, have ever washed my car. The mother-in-laws? Yeah. But I was out here one day, and neighbor across the street, he was, he's, you know, his mother-in-law lives with them. And they still have one son that lives there. He's high school. I think he's graduating high school this year. He's got a brand-new car. He must be doing well. He got him a brand new car. Brand and, new. And there's mom and dad out there washing all four cars. I never, growing up, we, when I got my car, if if I waited on my parents to wash my car, it never got clean. <laughs> I got my car. And I don't even have to pay for my car. Yeah. I pay for the insurance. Yeah. Pay for everything I had to do with that car. Oh, we had a job. We were working and going to school. I think they call it, now they call it adulting 101. <laughs> yeah, it was lessons of how to live in life. <laughs> but I never, nobody ever washed my car. I, I didn't really want them to wash my car. Yeah, I didn't want them in my car. There's been time in my life where push-ups and sit-ups and jumping jacks were, that was all I had. And I, that was actually... Speaking of old man strength, because I remember being a young, young lad, and I'm sure a lot of kids, people nowadays, have had that one uncle that has gotten the best of them, oh, and yeah. you vowed to like, when I get bigger and older, I'll get you back. Oh yeah. And my uncle gave me some advice, and I say, how can I get you back? And he said, well, nephew. Why don't you start off by just doing push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups? Mm-hmm. And as a young lad, that's what I did. You know, but as much as it irked you to have him come over and harass you like that, it, it kind of made you stronger in more than one way, right? Not only physically, but mentally. Oh, yeah. You, because were, you were able to take his harassment. <clears throat> because they were never going to stop. No. If so you, it was like their way of like, Pretty much initiating you into life. Into manhood. 
because if you showed weakness, they 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 went at you like even more. Yeah. I had an uncle. He used he used to let his beard get stubbly when he knew we were coming to visit. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> and you you know when you're away from your extended family for periods of time like we were because we moved around and we go see them in the summer you know you hug each other you know as a family you're glad to see each other and he would bring you in and hug you and then throw you down on the ground and rub those whiskers all over your face <laughs> and then tell you he's gonna put a tutu on you you know a little ballerina skirt for all of you that don't know what a tutu is but um <clears throat> that's what he used to tell us that he was gonna he was he was gonna make us a man or dress us up like a girl <laughs> and and it, where were your parents at at this time oh they were laughing they were standing there laughing <laughs> you know and i'm sure he he was already drinking you know three or four budweiser's by that point you know but he'd do it every time and man we hated that we hated that but the bigger we got we were like you can't do it no more and he's like oh i'll always be bigger than you <laughs> he was an old truck driver so he was pretty good good sized fella he's a good boy yeah so but but it didn't hurt our feelings we didn't go run off and cry i mean we just we didn't like it but it made us mentally tough it did you know so it prepared us for those bullies in school and stuff like that that we, we kind of knew how to handle it today if, if you were to do that to one of your nephews today <laughs> I think the my my last words would be like, "Hey, don't tase me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> you'd you'd but, have but, law but, you enforcement know, over. But the little house. do the do the do the youngster today know. <laughs> I know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have law enforcement showing up at your house. CPS would be there. I mean, the, the people. You know, I was going back to what we were talking about—the insensitive feelings because. You know that made us tough. Yes, sir. And it and it almost made us driven to be better, to be, you know, to be ready for that next time. Not to say that the military was easy, but because of how I was brought up with my uncles, and I had a we had a big family, not my family but my mom and dad came from big family the extended family yeah and so when i went into the military for me boot camp was laughable because what they tried to do to me <laughs> had already been done <laughs> had been done years by 6 7 easy eight uncles on either side yeah yeah and 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 unfortunately the military can only do so much. The uncles, they can do anything. I, I love boot camp. To me, boot camp was fun. Yeah. There was parts of it, actually, you know, that wasn't fun. Right. But I thought the boot camp was, like, fun. I actually asked my drill sergeant when it was over. I was like, can I do it again? And he looked at me. He goes, I think I need to send you get evaluated. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really like the uh, the part. Yep, that's our neighbor over there yelling at us. Yep, we'll have to get him over here. Oh yeah. And uh, but anyway, I, I I really like boot camp. But I, I think most young 
people should have to go through something like that. Not necessarily join the military, but I, I would at least say some type of boot camp, life, some life camp, some kind of ROTC, something that took you out of the norm. Yeah, because that's just call well, they, it what it is. The parents ain't raising the kids right now. No, no, they they, they want the teachers to raise them. But they don't want them to raise the them. Kids are raising the parents yeah. in some cases, <laughs> or they're raising themselves. But I think some type of boot camp to prepare you for life. Yes, I mean because you can't have soft feelings of being in the military. They they just and but you know nowadays they let you quit. <laughs> they let you quit the military, man. But I went in. They were like, "You want a what?" <laughs> they laugh and go get down and do fifty more. Do do the push-ups until I'm tired. Until I'm tired. They with the drill sergeant. The, the famous, the famous words: yeah. "Do something till I'm tired. I'm tired." And then they walk away on you. Disappear. <laughs> you thought they walked away and disappeared. I'm here to tell you, they're never tired. No, <laughs> they never tire. Those dudes are like, I don't know what they take, but. They're on it for the entire eight weeks that you're out there. <laughs> At all hours of the day and night. All hours of the day and night. And sometimes the w- women drill sergeants were the worst. And that I can attest to having a, a younger brother who's still serving our great country. Yep. Who I was mean, a... How many years now? Uh, I believe he's at 32 right now. 32. So is he running the whole Marine Corps right now? I'd say right underneath it. Right underneath Pretty it. Pretty much, yeah. Good, good for him. But he was a, a Australian instructor at one point, too. So, so he, well, he's been in long enough. He could, he's probably touched a little of everything. Oh, yeah. He's probably touched a little of everything. From, 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 from recon to. I mean, I was only in a handful of years, and I, I can only imagine the stories he's got. <laughs> the people he has yeah, come across. He <laughs> things that he has. Taught lessons that he's given, lessons that he's learned. Uh, that's a book right there. He needs to write a book. <laughs> How to survive thirty plus years. And you know he is a fellow cigar smoker in the Marine Corps. Yeah, he is. And he follows the Texas Cigar Rollers. Yes, he does. So and we appreciate him. And if I remember correctly, last time I talked to him, he will probably be out here for the debut of Juneteenth collections. There we Five go. Days Juneteenth. There we go. He's gonna. We're all anticipating that. Yeah. So we're looking forward to doing that. I'm really looking forward to to debut that because we really want to be able to just give back to the community. That's the whole reason this actually came about. Yeah. Uh, me and the wife, being a professor down at um, one of the local one, colleges, one of our schools down yeah. here. Yep. We saw a need for people needing things. Um, beginning of COVID, and you we really saw the have and have nots separate at the beginning of COVID. Yep. And I wouldn't say we were one of the haves, but we hadn't struggled. So what we could do, we did do. But we wanted to be able to do more. I, I think COVID taught everybody a, a huge life lesson. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and some people... They they went out and they 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 did stuff. They made a difference not only in their own lives but in other people's lives. Yes. And or they learned something. You know, they took the time to I want to kind of reinvent themselves. And then you had some people, all they did just lay around, stay around, waiting and on that check. 
That's what they like to say. Suck on the government's boob. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point, that milk going to run dry. <laughs> and, and if you're sucking on the government's boob, I'd imagine those are pretty saggy. Because <laughs> they've been sucked on for a long time by a lot of people. <laughs> I, it can't even go in the category of sour milk because we passed that. Can, you can only imagine Lady Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> a dumb long green <laughs> sagginess going. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> Not <Nope>. this episode. <laughs> Maybe another. So, but. That might be a WTF Monday. <laughs> that would be a WTF moment. Did you imagine seeing. Somebody like Joe Biden sucking on the government's titty. <laughs> Ooh, there's a picture I can't get out of my head. Or would Thanks, he be, or would he be kissing the government's ass? <laughs> or if you if know. he could remember where it is though. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like to come up behind people and smell them. You know. Maybe he got the Rona. <sighs> you know, he lost that sense of smell. <laughs> He, he had, was trying to tell you he had the Rona back he then. Had, he had the Rona. <laughs> he was trying to tell you, he's like, I can't smell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. So, well, I know we've been all over the board on this episode, but we do appreciate everybody, you know, chiming in and listening. And like I said, we'll probably get better as, as oh, yeah. we do more. We'll of get these. better and, you know, won't jump all we'll, over. We'll pick a few topics. Because there are things going to happen in the day that, you know, you're just like, Tim, I got to talk about something. Like, oh, what you got on your mind, JP? Or it might be vice versa. Yeah. And uh-huh. then what we have planned for that day, which may not be planned. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask this is, um, what is something this past week that, that you either saw or happened to you that that was a good thing? In your week. Can you think of anything? Something, Actually. Something positive that, that went down this week for you. Yeah, I could think of something. Um, my faith in humanity is still out there. Yeah. I uh, had breakfast with a few friends on this past weekend and uh, mentioned some things going on in, in the lives of myself and others. And this individual, even though she's going through some things, I mean, she's got a baby on the way and one that's two and something right now, a little over two years, she extended an olive branch out. She goes, I know I can't do much, but if you need something, I can help you out. And I was like, well, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I understand. She goes, I know I probably couldn't, but. If you needed me to, I could do it. And I said, well, I will definitely pass that on to the, to my better half. And uh, I really appreciate just those, just that thought. So, yeah. It, so it, humanity, you know, for what you do see on the news, if you do watch it, I suggest you don't. But if you do, um, it, it's still good out there. It's not all bad. Yeah. What about you? Well, you know, we're always talking about, you know, as we get older, we're always talking about, you know, some a lot of the negatives, right, that come with aging. Mm-hmm. But I had a great uncle who turned 100 this uh, week. My mom's mom's baby brother. Still have all those faculties about him? Oh, yeah. Oh. Mama, I talked to my mom 
the other day, and she went to go see him up in Missouri. And they just had a small gathering because, you know, some people, you know, they're they're still watching out because of the COVID, especially for our elderly. So he had his two boys, their kids, grandkids, and all his nieces and nephews that are still alive. And um, my mom said he was dancing, <laughs> up dancing. He drives his car every day. He goes to the grocery store, still lives at home, and he's he, – complaining about having to pay taxes <laughs> and but living life to the fullest and not looking at what he's missing but looking forward to what he's got coming and you know it being you know mid 50s myself i can only imagine living that long and having that great attitude i you know so that's something to look forward to so, not all doom and gloom out there, you know. So, I want to celebrate him and tell him happy birthday and and uh, keep on living like you're living because it's working. Well, you know what I like to say? I, I, everywhere I go and I pass on, everybody I see, I say, man, every day is a good day. Yeah. Every, every day, day is, that you see the sun rising. Every day is a good day. A good Some day. days are better than others, but every day is a good day. I think a lot of people lose sight of that when, you know, their problems seem to be the biggest thing in the world. Like when your kid doesn't want to come home, you know, it's all good. He's probably just playing with a friend somewhere and doesn't want to come home yet. We've all been there. Yeah. So, well, and I guess, you know, we're looking at another long week ahead of us or another great week. However you want to look at it, whether it be long, hot, supposed to be in the, you know, pretty fair, mild spring weather still. Going to get some good rain. Some good rain. Make the grass green, the flowers grow. And keep my yard guy happy. Yep. That means he's got something to cut. Yep. So we're going to bid everybody farewell. Have a great week moving boxes. Making sure everybody's week. packages are getting where they got to go. <laughs> Have a great week pulling fiber. That's it. <laughs> got to keep the world connected. Keep them connected, and I keep delivering it to them. That's it. So we appreciate everybody listening. And, again, tap on our uh, subscribe button. And And we'll see you next week. That's it. All right.